Hell yes, you spiritual badass. The play button you just hit brought you into a world of your own magic where you can be, do, and have anything. Where the possibilities are endless and you are limitless. I'm Janessa McKenzie, your guide on this journey, an NLP practitioner, master mindset coach, and an intuitive and lunar living expert. Join me in mixing the woo with the do to elevate you to be the best version of you that you can be. Raise the collective consciousness to a higher frequency so we all rise and many, many future generations continue to rise. We're going to unlearn all the bullshit that we've been taught and conditioned to believe and shift into the next paradigm of truth and to walk along the spiritual path, whatever that looks like for you, to find more love, light, joy, and gratitude. I'm sharing all the knowledge I have and will continue to acquire to help you to live the best possible life of abundance, growth, and self-love. You can manifest your dreams. You can create your own incredible reality. You are meant for more. You deserve more. You can be, do, have whatever you want because you are limitless. You are a spiritual badass. Let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back to the You Spiritual Badass podcast. I am here today with Carol May Wittick. She is a creativity and spiritual life coach and podcaster. Her unique and holistic approach to coaching helps her clients awaken their creativity to design the life they desire and experience a greater awareness of who they are as they awaken spiritually. Carol does lots of other things and I'm going to have her tell you all about that, uh, but we're going to talk today about how to create your own spiritual pra- practice with creativity, because um, that is her specialty. So welcome, Carol May. I'm excited Thank to have you. you here. Thank you. Thank you. Excited to join you on your podcast. Yeah. So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about you and how you got started, who you serve, what led you here? Mm-hmm. Sure. Thank you. Um, well, I got started just in my own journey into creativity um, was something that I just happened on really young. So I was always a journaler. I was always a writer. And then um, growing up, I went into music as well. So then I started uh, songwriting, poem writing, producing, putting things together. So that in itself is what fueled my own creativity and, and um, curiosity into, into creativity. But similarly as well, I, I had a background. I came from the church background, but also um the aspect of creativity and, and having ideas almost fed to me you know like blank screen and suddenly I have an idea about something and I'm creating a song and she got me thinking as to like what is that and where is all of that coming from and the more that I could feed into that and have ideas um, you know from nothing to something blank screen silence to song um, just really allowed me to uh, really um believe that there was something other that I was tapping into or I was being connected to and that has never left me so um, just going forward I've always really relied on my the the stream of creativity my intuition because I know that 
it has served me well thus far so um I've got an unshakable faith in that you know even when I um I get information and I don't follow through um I usually pay in the long run <laughs> time or money <laughs> you know so um I have this I know that it's real because I've seen it be real in my life mm-hmm. and in terms of how I work with my clients it's a similar thing usually they come from all walks of backgrounds and a lot of the time they've made quite a, a, a significant achievements in their life you know they could have all of the worldly success the the all the things the house the car the money the job everything like that and yet still get to the point where they're like I've got all of this but there seems to be an aspect of me that's not being expressed I feel disconnected from something or even they've done everything and they still have this burning desire to write a book or um, create something on the side and now are trying to work out how that is going to support them Mm. and um, a lot of the time I'm just kind of leading them closer to what's there already for themselves really and just using normal you know normal tools things that uh, are there and present in their lives that they may overlook sometimes when you come from a very head-led career and an external validation career you want the bells and the whistles and creativity and intuition is a very uh, still and subtle uh, sound and persistent sound that if you're always making all of this noise you're not going to be privy to or not really feel into it so it really depends on who comes to me and how they come to me you know I have to kind of read what their language is and what they what they understand Mm. and then be able to kind of just you know turn their awareness into what it is is there for them already and then also see what it is they're open to and create something that works for them Mm. um and and that's how I that's how I work with everyone it's just come through years of searching and years of my own deciding that I've worked out what works for me as well yeah I love that Um, I feel like tapping into your intuition is super important because, Mm -hmm. you know, those messages or downloads aren't coming from your ego brain. They're coming from your higher self or source or whatever you believe in. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that something that you feel like you have to lead them to believe a lot of people or do people come to you already kind of believing that they have a connection to spirit or their higher self Mm. the universe it it really depends you know what I what I'll do is just through hearing what's how they've come to me you know that they might say oh I have I've got this feeling or I've got this idea that comes through you know there'll always be something because their higher self their intuition will be trying to communicate to them mm-hmm. so I'll you know I'll work out what it is that they're feeling all the time you know like the gut feelings so you'll be like okay so tell me a, a bit more about that and what did that feel like and when did you notice and what did you follow through so that they can actually start to realize that it's happening in their life already but just really pull back and 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 notice how you are being communicated to by your own higher self as well or you might you know get get the chills you know the 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 feeling in your body or the knowing or the just having waking up and just having it that before on awareness but also what I like to do is kind of find back in uh, their own lives where they've had an instance of that 
and they have followed through or haven't followed through but there will always be an instance of it so it's always finding that and it's like well remember when that happened what did you do what did that look like you know and just so that they can see like this is already happening in your life already and it's just kind of finding how they can remember and go oh okay oh is that what that was you know so that you can realize that I'm not coming in like imprinting some kind of ideal or method on you I'm just showing you how to recognize your own language and your own way of you know how your higher self or your intuition or source or god or creator universe is is talking to you and is is talking to you so that you can kind of recognize that and then we start to build on really feeling into that so that you know that it's never not been a thing I'm just kind of going like it's just behind you (laughs) you know yeah like the pantomime dame yeah what is your first remembrance of something like that that happened to you Mm. um I think one of the first things that I remember when I kind of got guided into knowing was um when I was uh ride, learning to ride a bike when I was younger and going to sleep and having a dream of myself riding a bike and then waking up the next day and just going and just riding it you know because I, w- I felt the sensation of it I saw myself doing it and then the next day it was like yeah I know what that feels like um also as well like you know when I was younger I was a bit cocky about winning things because I'd make a decision about you know I'm going to win that it was like there were no two ways about it it was like that's my that's my prize there was this like knowing this confidence that I went into because I'd already felt it and I had this um sureness assuredness about me so there was no like oh well you know hope I it was it was done as far as I was concerned um so those are like things that I'd remember and then of course you kind of tell other people about it or you kind of look for external things and it kind of washes away until you kind of start going back into the hang on I've I've had this with me all along but you know usually I never strayed too far because I was always writing I was always creating songs so there was always that going back into knowing that something was always kind of plugging plugged into me anyway yeah, I love that. And that's a big manifestation, you know, mm-hmm. that's like the solid definition of manifestation, like what you just said. Yeah. It's, yeah. um, you know, that definite knowing without a doubt, it's yours. It's already done. <clears throat> the feeling of it. Right. Which yeah. is sometimes I, I feel like a lot of uh, other people you know, if you go look up, how do you manifest on Google? (laughs) (laughs) They say, oh, visualize, be in, in there, like know that it's yours, but they don't tell you to feel it. Mm. It, and that's really where the energy comes from. The energy that you're sending out to the universe, that it's already yours and it's already done. Right. Is comes from in here, not from up here, you know, from your heart and your soul, not from your mind. Mm-hmm. forget that people can't see us <laughs> I know. um so the downloads can come and then it's what you do with it mm. and how you're bringing it out into the universe or the world or however you're birthing that you know idea or download that you had is now mm. so personal and also 
all of your energetics. Mm-hmm. That's why I loved you. Have you ever um, listened to Abraham Hicks, Esther, Esther yes. Hicks? Yeah. 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 They talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's the feeling, the energy that you're putting out is what you're going to get back. Uh, and we do lose that. I think, you know, I come from a corporate back background too. So I know that, you know, we were just, I was just doing what I thought I was supposed to do to survive quote unquote in the world and have what I needed and be happy along the way. Um, and then at, at a point I got to a point where it was like, okay, this is, I feel like this is soul sucking. I am not enjoying this. All my energy is being drained. I'm exhausted by the end of the day because I'm sitting at a desk for eight to 10 hours a day. Like that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Like I wasn't doing anything really physical. It was all just like typing and, you know, kind of redundant things. Mm. Why am I exhausted at the end of the day? And why do I feel like I can't do anything else but what I'm doing? So it's breaking out of that box of learned behavior almost and Mm -hmm. expectations that opens the door, I think, more for creativity and for, you know, spirit, universe, God, source to now say, oh, (laughs) Okay, they're all, I mean, not that they haven't been giving it to us all along. They have, we just kind of shut it off. Right. But now when we open that door and we're like, there's more, there's got to be more than this. Mm-hmm. Then we open that door for them to actually, you know, send the message again so that now we're more open to hear it. Definitely. And and often, you know, if <laughs> if I think of like times when I've ignored <laughs> the, the taps on my shoulder, then they just will get louder and more obvious. And um, I mean, I've got to the point now where I'm pretty much unemployable. So I just don't even go down, the, you know, the, the road of anything like that. But um, even like the last, um, you know, in the last kind of couple of years, I've not been employed, but I've been self-employed and kind of like uh, connected with people in, in certain different arenas. Mm-hmm. And it was, it has just got to the point where I physically couldn't do it. <laughs> you know, you just like, mm-hmm. like you feel it in every aspect of your body and like, like something is just going like, this is mm-hmm. wrong. This is wrong. Mm-hmm. like you know it's wrong you know you're forcing yourself in um especially if I'm in areas where I feel like I have to over explain myself you know oh, um, yeah. Yeah. because I I think I'm pretty much a, a very open book but then I'd be in places where um people just like consistently get me wrong or or I'd say one thing and they'd say the opposite and they felt like I was fighting it's like no this Mm. is my opinion this is where I'm coming from this is actually my lived experience and what I find is when um being around people who are not necessarily tapped in tuned into themselves don't really have a a huge um self-awareness or belief in themselves then are the ones that will tend to come at you and attack you and want to pull you down because they're trying to like prove themselves and say that they're right about something and it's like well that's not the conversation we were having I'm just this is my opinion (laughs) you know like me saying what I feel is not saying that you're wrong 
like right that's not what I said it's like this is Carol's opinion exactly yeah that's the thing you know so I find that when people get more rooted into who they are they can it's cool for everyone else in the room to disagree with them it's not a problem they don't feel that kind of part of themselves that's lacking um because they are kind of just fed from within and above and whatever their connection is that's 100 solid so you know also like tapping into your own spiritual philosophy and knowing who you are on that level and having that core connection just gives you unshakable confidence in who you are because you know and the world doesn't like that and the world will come at you but you'll be able to you know go here we go again but not have it as a (laughs) yeah it's all about how you respond absolutely yeah 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 so I mean you know I remember the days when you know someone would say something and I'd be like but no like think about it this way and even though I at the time didn't realize I was just offering a different perspective Hmm. the the argument would ensue you know it would be like no this and no that no this and no that and now I know when to stop you know like if I'm having a conversation with somebody and they're consistently either like just kind of disagreeing consistently Hmm. um there's a point where I'm just like okay you know that's cool you believe what you believe and I believe what I believe I'm just offering you a different perspective on what you said and I'm more than happy to you know be okay with whatever you believe yeah 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 it's in this conversation you know definitely (laughs) because what they believe has nothing to do with me Mm. you know and what I believe has nothing to do with them and I feel like humans feel like they have to be right all the time or they like you said it's the um validation like they need the validation of oh you're right or oh you're right you changed my mind I was wrong you were right and it doesn't ever need to work that way yeah I think it's also the way the way that um the world is organized quotation marks yeah um in the like we're we're kind of all put into check boxes and 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 there's so little room for um all the different aspects of who we are or the crossovers or anything like that so mm-hmm. you know like you fit into this box and you're that 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 and if you're not that then you there's the only other place that you can go is the, the other side mm. there's no space for you to not necessarily be part of that or part of that or part of any of it and exist so it's just a, a waiting for the world to kind of give you all of these options and if you don't find your option you don't fit in then you have all this anxiety and stress and and worry that um it's totally unnecessary you know life is gonna throw its stuff at you but um a lot of the things that people go through uh are simply because they just haven't leaned into who they are and those things would dissipate, you know, almost instantly mm-hmm. if they allowed themselves to find what it is, what their truth feels like, like calibrate to what their own uh, frequency is mm-hmm. and um, and live in that and, and be confident in that and see what happens in the world when you sit in that space, you know, and, and really kind of 
dig into that space of who you are and what you are and what you can do and what you can bring to the world um the, it changes your perspective and it changes pe- people's perspective around you you might find that it kind of like is at one scene one and the whole cast <laughs> disappears and like a new cast comes in you know but mm-hmm. then you find that you're actually communicating with people who are living on a completely different outlook living in completely different space are open to so much more and you may never agree on a single thing but there's this kind of respect for other people that doesn't seem to happen when you're not there it Mm. like you say it becomes a fight it becomes this kind of exhausting push and pull and right and wrong and uh, life is life is more colorful and and you know there's there's more to it than that yeah it's an ebb and a flow instead of a push and a pull mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. okay to disagree right and if everyone it's fun just sometimes understood yeah if everyone just kind of understood it it's okay that everyone has their own opinion yeah or yeah. believes in something different than they do or mm. you know something I was going to say to you is that a lot of the people that come your way for help from you do you hear a lot that you know I have these thoughts but I don't I don't feel like I'm like good enough to do that or I don't think I deserve to have what I want or that dream is crazy or I can you know I can never do these things I don't know where these thoughts came from Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's kind of like a big one and um also people are like you know they have an idea and then they're trying to like (laughs) work out the monetization (laughs) like you know like on on first base and um what I always try and communicate is that when you get these grand ideas it's not like your higher self or spirit or whoever you think is dropping these ideas in to like contrast with how your life is now and you know dangle the carrot and go well you know this is what you could have had yeah right (laughs) but but it is it's not like that at all you know like some game show where you got the booby prize and suddenly it's like well you could have you know lived your dreams but mm-hmm. there you go <laughs> there you are like humdrum for you it's it's yeah. not that about it's not about that at all it's like these dreams are um an aspect of yourself that's saying you can be so much more if it's going into your mind it's your the part of yourself that's going this is what's possible for you mm-hmm. and you can never know if you're standing at base one and you think your dreams are at base 10 if you're just kind of like looking from one to ten then it's going to seem really far off because you're not feeling into it. But one of my favorite um, exercises to to kind of bring people through to get into the feeling that is getting into visualizing what it would be like 10 years from now if you actually take the opportunity to step into your dreams and do what it is that is being um, brought to you and see what it feels like, you know, and, and then know that once you're feeling into that future version of yourself that you're having dreams about, just get that future uh, version of yourself to kind of turn back and give yourself like give your today self a bit of advice or think about that future version of yourself that's saying like for all the things that you can do if you follow on this dream who will you help who will you change who will you inspire are you going to turn away from that and just go oh it's too big you know stop comparing yourself to people who've been doing what you want to do for 10 20 15 years when you've not taken the first step no it's it's about 
part of you showing that what is possible for you and you don't know all the steps but that feeling into the vision of who you can be mm-hmm. is actually giving you guidance as to the expansion of, of all that you can be and even if you get to what you know take steps towards what you you want to achieve so much more will be unfolded to you you'll learn so much more about yourself and the world and your life will get richer in so many ways that you can't even imagine it's just going like this is what's possible for you the reason that you feel discontented now is you know that this isn't it or you you can have it but you're just going to always have that underlying you know horrible taste in the mouth that feeling that there's something else going on and don't worry about how much money you're going to make today Mm. (laughs) with this big dream or what you're going to lose there's always a way of it happening people are making money with the most amazing in the most amazing ways now due to technology so it's possible but you don't have to you don't have to figure it out today just just believe that it's possible for you that someone is going there's an option for you to have a more expanded life more fun more laughter it's Mm. it's you giving your it's yourself giving yourself an invitation to have fun yeah. And I feel like, you know, uh, a lot of people come into the store and they'll say, oh, I'm just starting on my spiritual journey, or this is so overwhelming. There's so much to learn. I don't know where to start. I have nobody to talk to because like all my family thinks I'm nuts for, you know, do thinking this way or doing these things or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us and, you know, me included in the beginning, didn't realize that our spiritual journey is actually going inward mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. and learning more about ourselves. It's, it's not necessarily all the external things, like all the magic lays right here. <laughs> yeah. And, and if we're looking deeper into ourselves and understanding our souls more, that is the spiritual journey. It's mm-hmm. all about what feels good to you. You know, Another thing a lot of people or I hear a lot of is, but what if I do it wrong? You can't, you can't do it wrong. As far as I'm concerned, there is no wrong um, way of being spiritual, having a spiritual practice. And that's the fun of it. A couple of times I've said in the last few days, actually, is how exciting is it that you don't know what's coming? Right. Um. I was actually talking to somebody that was like, well, I have a fear of the unknown. I'm like, well, you know, that fear and excitement are the same feeling in your body. So if you change that thought into how exciting is it that I don't know mm-hmm. what's coming, it's, it brings in more play and joy and happiness because now it's exciting. Like, I can't wait to see what happens next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, that's something that I always say to anybody that, you know, is asking about those things. Like, well, it's overwhelming. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. Just take one step at a time, read one thing today. If you want to read something today, or just sit with yourself for five minutes, you don't have to meditate. Just sit with yourself mm-hmm. and let your mind open to whatever it wants to think. Because when you're not cluttering it with a bunch of crap, that's when you have, you know, time to actually see what it is that you want. Mm. 
Yeah, and and to and that's probably the most frightening thing for most people mm. is sitting with themselves and mm-hmm. um being you know trying to like be free of the devices and and just allowing themselves to do nothing. Um I, I'm trying to reference a um a study but it's it was where they were just trying to get some young people to sit in silence or um, receive an electric shock and for some of them it was like they'd sooner take the electric shock because the thought of people are afraid of their thoughts you know they're afraid of what will what will come like you know maybe their thoughts will come up and kind of take them away and drag them into some dark hole of psychosis and all that kind oh. of stuff um and and while situations like that are not and are not unreal most people are not going to get pulled into some dark hole you're just going to be going through all of the stuff that swirls around your head that's a you know doesn't need to be in there all the time um you know even if you want to get into a little bit of a journaling practice and even not don't worry about getting overwhelmed by it because then people are oh I don't know what to write I'm like but your head is like full of stuff you know even if you if I think of one of my first ever journals when I was younger it was tiny little pocketbook thing Mm. and it probably had like two or three page uh, lines per day like a week to a page it was and I just write a couple of things you know just in, in like what's going through the head of seven or eight year olds I'd love to I need to dig that book up because I want to see what my it is that found I... my old diary and showed it to <laughs> me and I was giggling it was so funny <laughs> yeah but it, but it was fun to do it's like oh today I spoke to Katie and we you know but just to like get into the habit of pulling that stuff out of your head because then the minute it's out it's just you've made a little bit of room for something else to yep. to move in you know and also you can start to see your own growth and there's just write about what happens if you're if you if you've got nothing then that's what you write mm-hmm. I've got nothing yeah you know, that's it just and that's not a bad thing usually I I um I like to ask people to do that at night I call it mm-hmm. a brain dump of their day like it doesn't have to make sense. It mm. doesn't have to be complete sentences. It can be words. It can be drawings. It can be whatever you want it to be on that page, mm-hmm. but don't pick up your pen for five minutes. And it get and it's mostly people that have a hard time falling asleep because thoughts just won't stop in their head. They're like, I can't shut my brain off. I'm like, well, thank God you can't shut your brain off because- <laughs> we wouldn't be talking right now if you could shut your brain off (laughs) um so just get the junk out so that you know now you've said it it's out of your body it's energetically you have taken it from your mind energetically down through your body out of your arm and onto a piece of paper Mm -hmm. now it's not in you anymore right so just take a pen and do whatever you need to do for five minutes to just to get the junk out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like nobody ever needs to see it you can burn it the next day if you want but now it's now it's out and that that tends to help um you know most people if you don't have like some kind of a sleeping disorder or something you know but that can even help be a start for some people that may have a some kind of a health issue where that it's hard for them to fall asleep Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah there's there's so many different ways of just letting it out or just mm. going for a walk or or just listening to listening to your favorite song mm. you know and letting that be what you fall asleep to it doesn't mm. have to be overly 
complicated like I've over the years been in lots of different groups and modalities and some very um prescribed practices where I'd be getting up at 4am and doing two hours of sadhana and practice and, and and while all of those things are good and I got a lot of discipline and I saw how it shifted my day um I kind of got to the point where that practice wasn't working on a deep enough level for me because I needed something else but I don't regret going through that time at all and, and what I learned about that because what also I learned is that a lot of um, spiritual organizations are you know as corrupt as government <laughs> let's leave it there you know and sometimes people get <laughs> um, very very um, overwhelmed and intimidated by you know the the accoutrement and the, the 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 practice and the people the things that people do and um it doesn't necessarily have yeah structure of it yeah yeah it it helps if you need community and you want to kind of build up your own confidence but also stay aware when there comes a point where you're like I don't feel like this is me anymore that sometimes it's time for you to move on you know and and people can latch on to certain things you know they've just kind of moved their dependency from one situation to another Mm -hmm. and there comes a time that when you feel that it's not good for you anymore that it is time for you to go respectfully you know and um you learn so much (laughs) so many stories and and in that decision to move from one thing to another you gain confidence in yourself Mm-hmm. And you're going to learn a whole lot of stuff just in that in-between. And it's a very short in-between. It's just the decision. Mm-hmm. But it's an energetic decision to say, you know, I need something a little more. Or this, I loved what I learned from this. And I'm going to take what I needed with me mm-hmm. and then figure out what other things serve me. Mm-hmm. So just having an open mind enough to say, great. I, I learned a lot from this and I took the knowledge that I needed. And now I'm going to figure out how it, how I want it to mm. look in my life yeah. instead of how they want it to look in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it can be as, um, <clears throat> it can, it can be as restricting as any other organization that you may stay in for too long. I mean, for some people it works, you know, they stay there for their entire life. Um, But having been a kind of a a tourist, (laughs) you know, like a a spiritual seeker tourist over the years and being through so many different versions of um, practice and um, worship. I mean, my earliest example of that was coming from the Pentecostal church, which which ways of which way of um, worship was very loud and and music and speaking in tongues and dancing and and then moving from there to the Church of England church, which is very quiet and respectful and people- <laughs> you know. So that was like one of my first culture shocks. It's like, is everyone okay? Because like, <laughs> just, <laughs> you know, you, everyone like- alive here? What's happening? <laughs> you know like every like you're saying that you like worship the same thing you're reading from the same book and yet like you don't seem as happy you know like Mm. but then when you kind of got to like really find out it's like people just had a different way of expressing it 
um, you know, I still prefer the noise and the the commotion of the Pentecostal church because that's kind of that's what's in my DNA, you know. Mm-hmm. But I also then respect people who have a level of devotion, of however they they express that, um, and having kind of moved around different like modalities, practices, and groups. Mm-hmm. One thing that I do notice is when I'm around people that just don't have anything no belief system no connection to anything there's a feeling there that well a lack of feeling actually mm-hmm. and I and I'm saying this respectfully it's just you just feel that they're not you know that they're, they're not plugged in literally and you can feel that they're, they're not plugged into something or they're not searching for something or they're trying to fill themselves up with something there's an I can feel what it feels like when there's someone that is really just not believing or not kind of plugging into anything and is using the world to create that void you know, fill that void within them there's yeah. a there's a difference um so there's similarities in in all of these things that and and then there are differences and you know there's real and then there's just the stuff that is extraneous to all of it um oh. so that's one of the things that my own journey has given me an ability to kind of feel into what it feels like in in whatever you say your practice is or whatever you say your modality is I can feel from you what it is that you're connecting to Mm, I love that love that so what was one piece of advice that if you could tell anybody one thing to help them to you know creatively create their own spiritual philosophy what would that be that if you have a sense that there's something more that you keep having this recurring feeling or question or desire to kind of dig in a little bit more follow it and see what happens Mm. you know that it's just like a, a little tap on the shoulder that's going do you know what have a look because you don't want to um live your life with no questions answered really and pretending that all of this stuff in your head is just make-believe and imagination imagination is the most powerful tool that you have Mm -hmm. um and unfortunately we get um we get it drilled out of us and we get the the trust in our own imagination um we get fooled into believing that it it stands for nothing and the world that we live in wouldn't exist without the few people that followed through on their imagination it's like we live in a world that's created by people who went for what their imagination was showing them Mm. and those innovators those crazy people are the ones that make the difference you know crazy ideas change the world delusions change the world so whatever you're seeing in your mind whatever you're hearing about yourself is your delusion and your opportunity to like add something new to the world and create something great for yourself I love that where can everyone find you, Carol? Thank you. Um, yeah, the best place is my website. So it's carolmaywittick.com, C-A-R-O-L-M-A-E-W-H-I-T-T-I-C-K.com. And yeah, you'll nice. see all the things that I'm about and what I'm doing there. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much for having this conversation today. It was incredible, as thank we you. knew it would be, right? <laughs> because our intuitions told us so. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I look forward to, you know, just diving in a little bit more. I'm definitely going to check out your website. 
and are there social media um pages or accounts people can follow yeah i'm like carol may wittick on um facebook and kazmic c-a-z-m-i-c-k on instagram okay cool yeah all right well everyone go follow carol may and check out her work and we'll see you in the next episode